0: A Radio 1 91FM podcast. Monday through to Thursday at 9.05am on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado John Moore drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the octagon to the beehive, to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Good morning, John, I apologise Yes, Kiara Kuto. God, the children, are our like, future, Jamie, they are our future. Like, no excuses, I'm, but I'll give one. I'm extremely ill at the moment and my brain is not switched on right now, so I apologise if um, <laughs> that little comment upset anybody. Yes, and on today's political roundup, whale oil blogger bankrupt, Cohen on Trump and Trump and Kim Jong-un. Political blogger Cameron Slater is bankrupt. The head of the Whale Oil blog site has declared bankruptcy and pulled out of all political work. A post on the Whale Oil site gave details of Cameron's bankruptcy and his recent stroke, which according to the post has left Slater incapacitated. Cameron Slater was one of New Zealand's leading political commentators. He had very close contacts in Parliament, including a close relationship with former Prime Minister John Key. However, Slater's star status rapidly diminished after he was implicated in dirty politics by author Nikki Hager. Due to Hager's expose of dirty politics in New Zealand, Slater went from being the right's most loved attack man to being a pariah, cut off from virtually all political access. Cameron Slater led the blog revolution in New Zealand and he acted to transform the nature of political reporting in this country. His coverage of politics was unashaming, unashaming. Um, unashamedly biased and his closeness with the national party was never a secret he was once new zealand's most well-known political blogger and was sought after by mainstream media due to his insight, full knowledge of the goings-on in parliament however despite his previous popularity slater is loathed by many he has been written off by many as a gutter blogger who lacks integrity and morals. However, Slater has at times played an, an important role in exposing political sc- scandals. The Whale Oil blogger exposed the hypocrisy of former Conservative Party head Colin Cray, who preached a moral conservative form of politics while, while attempting a- 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 to engage in an extramarital affair. Slater also exposed details of an extramarital affair of former Auckland Mayor, Len Brown. Slater revealed how Brown had been receiving free hotel rooms while he was carrying out this affair and upgrades totaling more than 32,000, including from Sky City. So love him or hate him, there's no denying that Slater transformed political reporting in New Zealand and did at times reveal the hypocritical, if not corrupt, goings on of some of his political opponents. Donald Trump has been labelled a racist, a con man and a cheat by his former lawyer Michael Cohen. In a Congressional testimony, Michael Cohen also said that Trump effectively conspired with WikiLeaks via his political advisor, Roger Stone. The WikiLeaks' release of emails from Hillary Clinton during the last U.S. presidential election acted to severely discredit the former senator and former first lady. Both Michael Cohen and Roger Stone are currently facing prison time. Will these revelations from Trump's former lawyers act as a fatal blow for the president? Hardly. Republicans can easily dismiss Cohen's testimony as a desperate attempt to curry favour with prosecutors and the courts in an attempt to reduce his prison time. Of course, these accusations strengthen the case for Trump's impeachment. But as long as Trump's party, the Republicans, control the upper house, the Senate, Trump remains reasonably safe from prosecution and impeachment. Also, the use of Trump's former confidants against the president helps to build a narrative that there is a conspiracy against the president coming from the Democrats and conclusion was this so-called deep state. Trump supporters at time refer to intelligence agencies such as the CIA and FBI as being part of a deep state acting to thwart the president. And finally, Trump has met his good buddy Kim Jong-un in Vietnam. This is the second time that Trump's met the North Korean leader, and they'll be nutting out a deal over the North Korean denuclearization. Due to the president's rather erratic and idiosyncratic political mode of operation, such as with this sudden meeting with Kim Jong-un, maybe, just maybe, the president will bring peace on the Korean peninsula and that's your round-up for today. As I said to Michaela earlier on, it doesn't give me great confidence that Kim Jong-un's best mates in America are Donald Trump and Dennis Rodman. (laughs) (laughs) Jeepers, yes. Yes. All right, thank you so much for that, John. That's okay. That was a Radio 1 91FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.